Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Adina Chats. This is Adina. Today is July 16th, 2020, and I hope everyone is having a good night. It's 9.15 p.m. here. Um, So tonight's episode is called Survival of the Fittest. So this episode is not what you think it's about. It's not about who who are the geniuses of the world or who are the lowly or what we consider to be as humans the lowly of the world or the rich versus the poor it's not that um it's not the topic of discussion tonight so survival of the fittest is something a little bit more minor than that so it's about fitting in I have a few questions I would like to ask and I'll give you my personal experiences with it and I hope you guys can think about your experiences with fitting in as well fitting in or not fitting in Um, and as adults do you still feel attached to those feelings So the first question that I want to pose tonight is, what do you do when you realize that you don't fit in? So for me, you know, you you always hear about people say, oh, I, I always felt that I never fit in or I could feel that I was different from everyone else, very different. So as a child, if I felt that I didn't fit in because I was not a talkative person I was very quiet I had my friends I've always had a couple of friends um I like to laugh and things like that but at first impression you would never think that I'm a silly person you just think that I'm quiet I don't want to talk to anybody or I'm antisocial. so when I felt like I didn't fit in my first instinct was to make friends so I would make friends and I would keep them very close to me. We would be close friends. Not, I wouldn't say all the time I would make a that person a really close friend, but I would make friends. I would not, you know, stand apart from everyone and feel like, oh, I'm so different that I can't relate to anyone. There was always someone to relate to. I just had to get past my fear and open up and talk to people and show them who I am inside the silly free-spirited girl that likes to laugh and likes positive energy I don't like drama you know so that was my first instinct was to make friends and I would look for people that I could tell were similar to me like maybe someone else that was quiet maybe not as quiet but quiet or someone just as quiet or even more quiet than I was I would uh, make friends with them Um, And then I would also make friends with someone who is like the complete opposite to me, maybe a popular person or something like that. And I wouldn't really do this on purpose. They just ended up being a popular person. And it, when that happens, it makes people around you kind of ease up. They're less suspicious. I guess that's just how humans work. Um, I didn't get bullied or anything like that, fortunately, um, because I know everyone is not that I don't want to say lucky. Everyone doesn't have that experience of not being bullied. 
right? So yeah, that's what I would do. I would have a couple of friends, at least two friends that I could um, hang around with, either male or female. That would be the first thing that I did when I felt like I didn't fit in. And then I felt a little bit more comfortable. I still feel like I didn't fit in, but I felt way more comfortable than I did before, right? So um, let me know how you guys or think about how you felt when you realized that you didn't fit in. Um, another question that I have about survival of the fittest um when you don't fit in, do you try and fit in and fail? So like I said, I would ease any tensions or suspicions about myself because I I knew that there was someone that could relate to me. And a lot of times they related to me on so many levels, like from favorite music, favorite books, authors, art, dances you know um, it's nice to have people around that have so many things in common with you and it's so much easier when you're a kid when you're an adult like you have things in common but the differences are the things that make adults stay away from each other and it shouldn't you're not freaking you're not a clone of that person you know what I'm saying your differences should not make you not communicate or associate with each other um your similarities which is probably way more than your differences is the thing that should cause these friendships and for people to be more open and stuff like that but you know a lot of us adults are already jaded from you know uh co-workers and classmates or if you were bullied because adults get bullied too especially in the workplace um, so if you were a person that tend, tend, was prone to bullying, even from childhood to adulthood, that's really tough. I've been bullied on the workplace. In school, no. Well, on the workplace, yeah. And that has caused a few fires because I don't allow anyone <laughs> to step over me. And those jobs were dead-end jobs anyway. At the moment, yeah, I felt really bad, but you can't feel bad about standing up for yourself. You have yourself only. No one else is going to defend you. Yeah, people can defend you, but it's so important that you defend yourself. So I was not going for the bullshit. So yeah, I defended myself and I definitely knew I didn't fit in and I was not trying to fit in either because some things are just ghetto and (laughs) I didn't want any parts, right? So back to the question, do you try to fit in and fail? So, like I said, at the workplace, I have the experience of being slightly bullied or a little bullied, uh, maybe by supervisors or people that have been there longer trying to tell me what to do and not in a very helpful way. You know, people can be backstabbers and do all types of tricks to try to seem like a great worker in a supervisor or a manager's eyes, which is quite frankly quite frankly to me pathetic but I've learned as I got older you have to learn how to play the game you have to know office politics and I think I'm so good at it now I'm so grateful for learning office politics like it it changes the game I think it's very important but that's a topic for another episode right office politics so 
uh, do you try and fit in and fail? So at those jobs when I was being bullied, I, I did, I tried to do the best work that I can do, that I could do, but once five o'clock hit or something like that, if it's a nine to five or 8.30 to 4.30 job, I am out of there, especially when the job says they don't give overtime. I will not be your slave and stay there at seven, eight o'clock. And by the time I get home, which is like an hour travel, 45 minutes to an hour travel to get home, because the workplaces are always pretty far from home, from my experiences. And all you do is what, eat and go to bed? Or sometimes it's a little bit too late to eat. And your stomach, if you do eat, your stomach's going to feel full and uncomfortable and you're trying to sleep. And that's how you gain weight and get insomnia. I was not having that. You're not going to knock me off of my routine. I'm already giving you so many hours of my day. Um, and this is what some people didn't like. I don't care if, if the work could be finished tomorrow, then that's what I'm going to do. You're not going to force me to do all of this work. So I would say that I, I didn't try to well I, I tried to fit in by doing the best work that I can do but as you know that in office politics it's not always about doing the best work you can do it's about being likable it's about being open it's about your body language sometimes it's about flirting sometimes it's about sex it's so many different factors to office politics you know so I would love to have an episode like that soon Um, I'll probably make that my next episode, episode nine, Office Politics. Let me take note of that right now, because that's a good idea. Office Politics, how do we maneuver those things, especially in this time of COVID? Um, A lot of people are working from home and office politics are still important. You got to know who to talk to nice, who to talk to friendly, who to be open with, who to be genuine with, who to be playful with, you know what I'm saying? Um, say your good mornings, your good nights, and thank yous and appreciations, right? So, <laughs> so that's when I would say that I um, I tried to fit in a tiny bit, but when I saw that your work ethic wasn't really um, important to these managers and supervisors, I definitely failed. And like I said, I felt bad. I would cry. If I got fired from a job, I would definitely cry. I'd be outside crying. Oh, I'm going to get another one. It's going to take so long. They don't like hiring black people, you know? So I would feel a little devastated until a couple of months later, somebody would call me. I'll be on a new job. Right? So it's all fine in the end. Another question that I had was, are you comfortable with standing out? Me, I have grown to become way more comfortable with standing out um, because I would be a person that would like to, like, you know, stay in the background. But the way that I stand out is very different. I like to stand out, but also blend in at the same time. So here's how it works I don't like um, loudness, meaning, not 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 the voice yeah that that kind of works my nerves a little bit too having a loud voice having a big mouth a loud mouth but that's not really what i mean i mean when i stand out it's me um being more confident me not being afraid to change up my my looks from my hair to my clothing to makeup to no makeup uh the shoes that i wear um the conversations that I have, I like to stand out in that way, but I'm also blending in because um, other people become engaged and more curious. 
so you're blending in with them you're being uh, it, it makes me um this way of standing out makes me seem less quiet to these people less introverted because you know people they have a problem with quiet people because they're we are mysterious and they can't really they can't figure us out so what i do is and and i'm genuine when i do this too i i just open up if i see my coworker, i'm like hey beautiful how you doing good morning and i mean it oh how you doing how's your daughter oh you know complimenting people and just being real about it I have a gen gen genuine interest in other people's lives you don't have to go super deep because i don't like drama i don't need to know all, all your business that's fine and i also won't be exposing your business if you decide to open up to me because that's just crazy as hell that's not the type of person that i am so that's how i like to stand out but blend in because i noticed that some people they like to keep the same look and the same they would like to talk to just the same people um and it's because they don't want to stand out they don't want certain attention and but i think it's healthy to definitely stand out and it just shows more confidence you know it's confidence is definitely something that makes you stand out because not a lot of people don't have it so the confidence factor people can feel it and i think it kind of rubs off on people especially if you're open and you're you like to give compliments and they're genuine and you have genuine conversation and you can laugh and kiki it up so you won't be bored throughout your work day so um that's how i would stand out at work at school standing out um what did i used to do? just be really silly like have this silly personality don't take anything too serious i don't get into fights with people and i was always pretty neutral you know what i'm saying i would be pretty neutral about things and not want to step on people's toes or hurt people's feelings unless they're actually coming after me then i would like nip that in the bud and tell them hey don't try it or just stop talking to them that's a good enough sign like that you did me wrong i just stopped talking to your ass you know so that's how i would stand out at school um another question that i had about the survival of the fittest was do you make an attempt to open up and see if you would fit in so that's the same thing that i've been talking about already um just being more open and like you, you you're gonna discover that there's so many people that have so many things in common with you like we're we're freaking human beings we are being bombarded with the same images and and um thought patterns and um parenting styles <laughs> how we grew up we have uh, so many things in common it's okay to open up sometimes not everyone is out to get you i'm not trying to say tell all your business because i definitely don't do that but it's okay to make an attempt to to fit in there's nothing wrong with that it's a human thing i'm not saying to be a follower follower because i'm definitely not that i'm a leader so i recommend you folks to be leaders too um you can be a leader by opening opening up and just discovering you don't have to take the friendships out of the classroom or the workplace if you don't want to that's absolutely fine um but if you do that's great and, and it's because you decided to open up 
or you decided to actually take an interest in someone and you know have them open up to you and feel happy to see you every day it's a nice feeling um and the last question that i had was is not fitting in something that you're used to always feeling like um is it a something that you always feel no matter what group of people that you're around either family friends co-workers do you always feel like you're the odd one out or the black sheep or that you're so unique and you're so different this that and a third sometimes honestly it's our it's our fucking ego let's be honest <laughs> our ego um it's not good to be around people and you're thinking that you're the smartest one there if that's the case, you need to find a new crowd if you keep feeling that. But if, you, if you're if you always feeling that, um, then you're the problem, let's be honest. You can't keep thinking that you're just so much smarter than everyone that you can't, you can't really mess with them or talk to them or communicate with them or be friendly with them, you know? Um, but since I was a child, I have felt that I was always very different and like I didn't fit in, but I was totally okay with that. Um, as I got older, I learned to kind of just open up more, be a little bit more talkative. I am still quiet, but I am way more talkative now. I like to have conversations with people. I like to laugh. I like them to make me laugh. Smiling really cures a lot of things, especially in these difficult times. Um, it's awesome that you can still smile and laugh. I'm grateful for that. You know, being able to still smile and laugh and find happiness and joy in your everyday situations or um, comedy and you know you're able to still be here alive and you're grateful and you're happy that's a good feeling but yeah I've always had these feelings of not exactly fitting in but I was okay with it because I learned to let's say work the room like if I'm if I go on a job interview I feel like my personality personality totally changes because I have to play up myself um my interview persona is someone that I would like to be a lot of the times I'm not saying that it's not the true me it's not my true self but it's a it's a better version of myself even when I'm doing this podcast this is a better version of me this is the creative side of me that's inside that wanted to come out and regrets not coming out later I mean regrets not coming out sooner um to just you know have this creative um mindset and having less fear to execute execute my goals and just you know, going after what I want, creating my joy and my happiness. So, yeah, I don't want to fit in all the time because some things that people are trying to fit you in or or in this box or whatever is, is just, it's bullshit, it's blasphemy. It's okay to stand alone. You'll discover that you're never alone. That saying is true. You are never alone. You can find people who have... Whatever issues that you're having, whatever feelings that you're having, whatever thoughts that you're having, and isn't that a wonderful thing? 
that's the great side of things like the internet. I always am watching these videos or reading these articles about these women who in the, their their circle of family and friends don't think the way they do, but they find women on the internet that feel exactly that the way they do and they share the same sentiments and it's great. It it makes you feel good to be human and it makes you feel good to know that you're not alone and I I wish a lot of people would get the feeling that they're not alone and not be so lonely cuz loneliness is dangerous. When I was a, when I was a child, I had moments of feeling lonely cuz I was away from my, you know, siblings and stuff at certain times in my life, um living with my grandmother and I would feel lonely and I wouldn't be getting along with my cousins or something like that and I would just be in her sun porch reading my my books or writing in my journals or um writing short stories or and listening to music and I would have times where I, where I was lonely I wanted to have that human interaction and not just be talking to my grandmother I wanted to talk to someone that was like me that had more similarities to me um and I didn't always have access to that so I think that caused me to become more introverted and things like that. Um but when I did find that person to relate to, it was on and popping. I was I'm a very loyal person. I I I make a really good friend. I can apologize, I can admit my flaws. Um I can also admit when I'm being too sensitive. Um and it's good to find people like that humble people that can admit their wrongs and not rub things in 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 your face when they're right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that is the survival of the fittest. And let me just say this. It's so important to be unique. Every single person is unique unless you're what they call a single white female and you're trying to be just like somebody else and steal that steal their identity and kill them which is really crazy and freaky but um yeah be yourself be unique try to become the best version of yourself definitely invest in self-care please it's so important especially in these times. And the self-care can be way cheaper because we're in we're still social distancing and things like that. We can do a lot of homemade remedies. Of course, be safe, guys. Um with your, with your self-care, invest in your in understanding yourself is so important. Um learn about your triggers, learn about your joy, what makes you happy, what makes you smile, learn about your sexuality. That's very important to learn about your relationships. Learn who your mother and father are if you can. And it will make it it will become more clear to you um who you are as a person. 
I know a lot of people, oh, I don't want to be like my mother. I don't want to be, be like my father. And a lot of people, they are not like their mother or father. But there's always something that you have in common with your mother and father and or father. Okay? Or whoever raised you. So get to know who they are. Understand that they're human. That you're human. Don't beat yourself up for your flaws. Um, just work on becoming your better self. It's so good to be unique. It's great to be unique and have uh, people that accept you for exactly who you are. You don't have to fit in. What exactly are you trying to fit in? Some tight ass jeans? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, you guys, this is episode eight, Survival of the Fittest. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you have a good night. And I welcome you back to another episode of Adina Chats next time you speak. Bye.